0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals.
1: And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello, and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670 or you can visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page and check out past shows, as well as subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Now, today's episode looks at some proposed changes to the rules for retirement accounts. These changes are proposed in the Setting Every Community Up for a Retirement Enhancement Act, or that we refer to it as the SECURE Act, that passed the House of Representatives in May of 2019 on a 417 to 3 vote. The SECURE Act is currently under debate in the U.S. Senate. But before we tackle this potential piece of legislation, let's welcome our co-host this week and every week, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I'm doing great.
0: I've really had a good week and can't complain, I guess, and shouldn't complain uh, my family's great. How about you, Corey? Is everything going okay over there at Safe Harbor Retirement?
1: Yeah, everything is going is actually going great, Tony. You know, uh, I just actually uh, just shot our commercial yesterday for our for the Big Ten TV toy drive that we're the, one of the main sponsors for. So, you know, our listeners out there, feel free to uh, drop off any toys here. Um, we need to have them by December sixth of this year. But uh, the nice part about it is, you know, we're involved with the Salvation Army. We actually give all the toys out on, uh, again, on December 6th. But, it, you know, it's it's a good way to give up, you know, for us to be able to give back to the community. You can drop off toys at, you know, our offices here in Dublin or Easton, and also feel free to even drop them off at any city barbecue here around town as well.
0: Wow. I think that's really great. Uh, that is a great organization. And it really does, uh, kids whose families uh, can't afford to go out and buy them uh, brand new toys each year at Christmas, it it provides uh, those kids with Christmas gifts under the trees. And uh, so, yeah, go out there, get some toys, bring them in, uh, donate them. um, Some new toys, uh, things that haven't been opened, things like that are very helpful. Uh, And I think that's great you're sponsoring that. I think that's really good. It's great for the community.
1: Yeah, this is our fifth year doing it. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we look forward to it every year and uh, yeah. So, you know, feel free to, you can drop them off again, you know, at any of our locations or city barbecue, or you can even come down to, you know, channel 10, which is WBNS on December 6th and drop toys off that day as well.
0: Oh, wow. That's very cool. And I know you'll be down there dropping off the toys and and uh, handing them out. So that's great. Now, um, today's show, we're talking about potential changes to IRAs. This feels like a topic that is probably going to impact a lot of us, a lot of our listeners out there.
1: You know, Tony, you know, it certainly could impact, you know, you know many of our listeners out there. In fact, there's several different changes in this potential law. So we have several different resources today, including the act, you know, including the act itself. From the House Ways and Means Committee. So this document highlights some of the proposed changes that could impact on how some of these individual retirement accounts or IRAs are, are used. So I know there's a
0: lot to cover, uh, a lot of changes, but what do you think is one of the most important or biggest items proposed in this new bill?
1: Well, you know, Tony, in my opinion, one of the bigger changes within the SECURE Act deals with how, I, how the IRAs are going to be treated after the account holder dies. You know, under current rules, many individuals use IRAs as part of their estate plan. A July 2019 Barron's.com article, the stretch IRA is about to snap under the SECURE Act, explains how IRAs can be used for estate planning. Investors, you know, really, uh, you know, a lot of times investors really try to be able to, you know, to to actually, you know, give their their money, you know, to their grandchildren, children, so this can really have a, really a potential tax advantages you know for their heirs. Now each IRA has required minimum distributions also known you know we talk about it before on the show is called RMDs that begin once the policyholder reaches the age of 70 and a half. While the grandchild you know would still have to take RMDs due to their younger age, they could stretch out those distributions over a longer period allowing them to potentially you know minimize their tax liability really over their lifetime.
0: So are these stretch IRAs, uh, are they a popular estate planning tool then?
1: You know, they are used by, you know, individuals, but not all. I do have a lot of clients that do take advantage of the stretch IRAs. But stretch IRAs really started getting attention from the press and Congress during the 2012 presidential election. During that election, through financial disclosures, it was made known that Mitt Romney had an IRA that was worth up to $102 million. $102 million. This prompted many questions in both the media as well as in Congress. So Congress has has really investigated changing rules related to the stretch IRAs, most notably during the Obama administration a few years back. So this, this time they've partnered really those changes with others, and it seems likely that this bill is eventually going to become law.
0: Yeah, it does look that way. So what are some of the other things that the new SECURE Act could change?
1: Well, you know, let's focus on that stretch IRA again. So the SECURE Act is going to require that the RMDs or your required amounts take place within a 10-year period of the original account account owner's death. So this would likely increase tax revenues due to those distributions, you know, placing the beneficiaries really in a higher tax bracket. So, you know, the SECURE Act would make, you know, this change to so-called stretch IRAs in order to create more tax revenue from those distributions. More tax revenue is needed to make up for several of the other changes that the act makes as well. Now, as detailed in the June 2019 cnbc.com article, five tips for advisors to consider before the stretch IRA dies out, one new part of the SECURE Act allows for small businesses to work together to sponsor a retirement plan for their employees through a plan called the Multiple Employer Plan, or as they reference it, MEP or a map, So, I don't
0: know what these uh, multiple employer plans are, uh, or if they're well known. I must admit, I, I really don't know a lot about them. Hey, tell us more about that.
1: Oh, absolutely, Tony. You know, first, let's define what a multiple employer plan is. Now, according to investopedia.com, they are retirement savings plans that's adopted by two or more employers that are unrelated for tax purposes. So the Internal Revenue Service and the U.S. Department of Labor determine if employers are unrelated. So a MEP really, you know, can either be a defined contribution retirement plan, like a 401k, or it could be a defined benefit pension plan. So now MEPs are run by a MEP sponsor. In most cases, the sponsor has a fiduciary liability for the plan and carries out all the administrative duties, you know, for that particular plan as well.
0: Okay. Uh, Gotcha. So, remind our listeners out there what a fiduciary is again.
1: Yeah. So, uh, a fiduciary acts on behalf of others in their best interest. You know, one of the things that, you know, I'll just reference here too, you know, at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors, we also have a fiduciary responsibility to our clients as well. But in this case, the MEP sponsor performs the fiduciary duty for those that join that multiple employer plan. So, those companies that join the plan are known as adopting employers. The MEP sponsor owes the duties of good faith and trust to the adopting employees or employers uh, of the MEP.
0: Okay, so how would that impact small businesses, say? Would it be a positive change?
1: Well, you know, Tony, positive and negative often depends on your point of view. Uh, The (laughs) SECURE Act, right, right, The SECURE Act that passed the House opens multiple employer plans or MEPs to more employers. Now, currently, these types of plans require that businesses share a common economic, um, really, you know, really an economic interest. In my opinion, that type of restriction is holding MEPs back from their full potential.
0: Well, and that makes sense, I suppose. But our time is just about up for this first segment, Corey. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we take a quick break here?
1: Yeah, Tony. You know, preparing for retirement—it's really an important part of your financial process. But you can visit our website at safeharboroh.com, or you can feel free to give us a call at six one four seven six zero zero six seven zero. When you call in, um, you can—of course, you can always set up a complimentary, no obligation meeting with me. And one of the things we can definitely do there is, of course. Uh, review your financial plan. If you don't have one, we can start it. And more importantly, we can also discuss some of the things that the Secure Act is going to have, just to make sure that you're going to be prepared. Especially, you know, if you have reached, you know, the age of of seventy, where you want to be able to make sure that you understand how this new law is going to affect you and your required minimum distributions. You know, we want to be able to help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. And again, the best way to do that's come to, come in, sit down with me and the, the the all you need to do is give us a call at 614-760-0670 at 614-760-0670. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give us a call at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're at our website, click on that radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Spotify. Now, today's episode, we're really looking at some proposed changes to the rules for retirement accounts. These changes are proposed in the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act, or it's, as, as it's referenced to, the SECURE Act. Now, in the first segment, we touched on how the stretch IRAs could be impacted. And just before the break, we were getting into some of the details of how multiple employer plans may change as well.
0: Uh, I've got to admit here that I learned about these MEPs and MEP sponsors for the first time on the show today. I always thought MEP stood for must eat pizza, Corey, Uh, (laughs) but apparently uh, it stands for multiple employer plans Uh, and uh, adopting employers as well. My financial vocabulary is expanding today, which is good. I hope our listeners are as well. But how does the Secure Act impact these types of plans?
1: Well, you know, Tony, according, you know, to a blog from MassMutual.com, what the Secure Act could mean for businesses: the Secure Act would allow more types of businesses to work together in a in a MEP. Currently, businesses must have a common economic, or uh, you got to be represented as well, interested, you know, as well. So these could allow more businesses really to potentially cut cost, eliminate regu- you know regulatory red tape, as well as limit legal liability. So Congress would also like to make it easier for these plans to be administrated as well. So the SECURE Act directs the Department of Labor to simplify reporting for MEPs for plans that cover less than 1,000 employees. However, in order to qualify for this simplified reporting, each participating employer must have Less than 100 employees in the plan.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, are there other changes to IRAs that the Secure Act is proposing?
1: Yeah. You know, Tony. Uh, you know, another uh, impact is going to really be that the maximum contributions. You know, once you turn 70 and a half. You know, with the average life expectancy increasing and employees working longer, now they're they, now you can continue contributing to your retirement accounts. So there's been some criticism of this provision. Critics say that it's most, you know, mostly benefits those with significant tax-deferred savings, but this change would allow them to grow this money for a longer period of time. Now, there are suggested changes to RMD rules. Some have included allowing smaller accounts, like those with a value of less than $100,000, to be relieved of withdrawal requirements for the owner of the account.
0: Wow, those seem like beneficial changes really are helpful, right?
1: Yeah, Tony, you know, you know, while those are, you know, definitely beneficial changes for some, you know, if you planned on using your IRA as a stretch IRA, now you may want to look at other potential options to pass on to your legacy as well. So in the in the recent barons.com article we discussed earlier, they suggest one option may be to convert your IRA into a Roth. Now, this would result in current tax consequences but may provide future tax benefits for your beneficiaries. Because if you set it up in a Roth, of course, that money would eventually be tax-free.
0: Right. And you have to look at the fact, do you think taxes are going to be higher in the future than they are now? And I think that's a really important thing to look at. Um, So in that scenario, you do pay taxes now, as opposed to when you withdraw the funds through Uh, distributions or required minimum distributions, correct?
1: That's exactly right, Tony. You know, another option you really could consider is to use the money from the IRA to purchase a life insurance policy um, with your heirs as, as beneficiaries as well. That way they can actually, you know, pay some of that tax liability. But if you want to control how money is distributed, you may also want to investigate creating a trust so that your wishes are followed after your death as well.
0: Yeah, that's important. And, and it's, you know, nobody likes to think about that, but you need to have a plan in place. Uh, but it, wow, this proposed legislation, I mean, it, it really could change a lot of things about IRA. some good, some bad, you know, taking away that stretch IRA option or making it harder. That's not good.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right, Tony. Um, but it's also important to remember that this is simply proposed legislation at this point in time and not yet actual law. While the Secure Act isn't yet law because this, you know, the Senate hasn't voted on it. It had substantial bipartisan support. So I feel it's likely really to become a law. I highly recommend that you know you review your current financial strategy with your financial service professional um, to see if these potential changes might impact you. And you know, always feel free to always come in and sit down with me and we can review that as well. Now, today we've been talking about some potential changes to IRAs due to some proposed legislation. In the final segment of today's show, I'm going to focus on another type of change, divorce. Specifically, how you can reconfigure your retirement strategy after going through a divorce. You now, for many people out there, uh, divorce causes major changes in most areas of life. Retirement strategy is just one area that's impacted. Both individuals are going to need to adjust, but the one with less income is going to you know, be more likely to have to adjust more. So today, we're going to take a really look at the few steps the U.S. News and World Report article suggests for making that adjustment. And that news, uh, the U.S. News and World Report article um, is how to retool your retirement plan after divorce, which is from October of 2019.
0: Oh, okay. That sounds great. So what's the first suggestion from that article?
1: Yeah, Tony. Well, one item that you may consider is really what they call the Qualified Domestic Relations Order, and it's also known as a quattro. So this would be important if your former spouse or partner had an employer-sponsored retirement plan and you're entitled to a portion of it as part of your divorce agreement. Quatros require payments to plan non-participants. These are often very complex and time-consuming you know, time as well, but you may wanna work with an attorney or an actuary as, a, you know, as retirement plans often have very specific requirements as to how the quattros are written. So what can you do with your money that you get through a quattro? Well, you know, once you receive money through a quattro, Tony, you can roll it into your own IRA or other retirement account. Now, according to a 2017 marketwatch.com article entitled Getting Divorced, How to Avoid Tax Pitfalls When Splitting Up Retirement Accounts, using quattros can be a valuable way to split up your retirement accounts. Using a quattro allows the spouse receiving the money to roll it over to a tax, you know, roll it over tax free into an IRA. Yeah.
0: And that sounds like a, a good option. How does a divorce impact Social Security, though? That's a big part
1: of retirement. Of course it is. And, and another thing, really, to keep in mind, Tony, is that the divorce doesn't necessarily mean that you lose out on Social Security spousal benefits through your former, you know, from your f- former spouse. You know, if you were married for at least 10 years and have not remarried, you're entitled to spousal benefits from your um, ex-spouse or your your partner's social security record. Your social security benefit amount will be impacted by the timing of filing for it. You know, working with a financial service professional like myself, we really can help you find that timing that fits your strategy best for your unique situation. Now you can also request a copy of your social security maximization uh, brochure at our website and we can also run a social security maximization report for you as well. So remember that these benefits are available to you. You know, filing for your spousal benefits doesn't impact the potential benefits of your ex-spouse or your partner or any spouses or partners that they may have later in life. You're entitled to it. And uh, it's just one thing that we really try to do is be able to make sure that you're maximizing the benefits if you have gone through a divorce in the past.
0: Wow. Okay. So, Obviously, this is all very important. Are there any more tips from this article we should know about?
1: Yeah, you know, Tony, the next three tips from the article can be combined. The article suggests creating really an inventory of your assets, updating your retirement plan, and contributing to your savings. I'm going to combine all those into one statement. You know, you want to really set up a time to meet with a financial service professional like myself, if you don't have one or you would like to examine options with someone not connected to your formal spouse, you need to find one. So working with a professional is going to be able to help you work through each of these steps. Often one of the first things that they're going to request is that you create an inventory of assets. And we're really here to help you do that.
0: Wow. And that's very helpful. And I know that you have some tools you use to help do this, to help create that inventory, right?
1: I do. That's That's exactly right, Tony. You know, we use the generational vault uh, to help you compile and can keep track of all these assets. Our vault is a virtual safety deposit box for you to upload important documents as well as view all your financial information. So it's compromised of really three dynamic components. The first one is, is a, it's a secure portal to pass and store confidential documents. Second, its daily investment and banking values are powered by a third-party vendor, so you, you can keep track of what those balances are on a daily basis. And you also can take snapshot shots of your financial assets and expenses so you can view your current financial position. Our generational vault really allows you the possibility to receive monthly newsletters, market commentaries, as well as meeting alerts when you come in and meet with us. Our generational vault is available 24-7 as long as you have internet access and makes your essential documents readily accessible at the click of a button. Wow.
0: Well, that sounds handy. Uh, What else do you recommend for people out there, listeners who are looking to maybe reconfigure their retirement strategy after a divorce?
1: Well, you know, Tony, we, we believe contributing to your own savings is likely really to continue um, to be one of the most important actions that you can take as part of your retirement strategy after a divorce. You know, divorce may have upset, you know, your financial world, and it may even feel overwhelming to try and choose a way to move forward. However, even contributing a small amount, you know, to your retirement is going to have long-term benefits. You know, divorce can be, you know, devastating to your financial future, but it doesn't have to be a death sentence, you know, for your retirement strategy. So, so please take the right steps and you'll be on the way, you know, to your desired financial future. And again, that's what we're really here to do is sit down with you, review your plan and, and to make sure you are going to be able to have that successful retirement. Well, as usual,
0: we're out of time. Corey, is there anything else you want to add before we go today?
1: Yeah. You know, our listeners out there, feel free to visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Um, or you can always give us a call at 614-760-0670. When you call in, just reference the show. We'll set you up with that complimentary, no obligation meeting with me. We can review your current situation. And and, and more importantly, we can make sure that you have that financial plan that's gonna be really available for you to have that successful retirement. You know, at Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors, we wanna be able to provide you with information to help make sound decisions as well as build a retirement on a solid foundation. Now, if you have any questions about today's show or any comments, please don't uh, you know, please feel free to just reach out to us by giving us a call at 614-760-0670. Just reference the show and we'll set you up with that complimentary no-obligation meeting with me. Join us again for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to
0: Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614 760 0670